Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now. Here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you as we get set to make a run into the Irish Hills of Michigan. And what a week it's been coming off the big win over the weekend. Chris Buescher at Richmond winning the cookout 400. And then, of course, this week, finding out who is going to be in the next class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss and Donnie Allison getting that vote with Janet Guthrie getting the landmark award. It was not a unanimous vote for Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals. Matter of fact, Jimmy getting only 93%. Four people in the room did not vote for Jimmy. Interesting. Uh, there is a very loose criteria. And uh, the majority of the room, obviously, going in the direction of a seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. But not everybody. But in the end, 
Jimmy Johnson is a NASCAR Hall of Famer, and so is Chad Canals. Very fitting for two gentlemen that defined an era and defined a generation of racing in the NASCAR Cup Series and just in the sport in general. No doubt a very important part of NASCAR's 75 years of existence. We will induct them into the hall in January. Motor Racing Network will have that induction ceremony, and we'll look forward to bringing you that as we turn the calendar to 2024. We turn the calendar, and we head into Michigan this weekend. Going to be triple header coverage, Arkham Menard Series Racing, NASCAR Xfinity Series, NASCAR Cup Series Racing, and a part of the NASCAR Cup Series event is the Heritage Trophy. It's a trophy that goes to the winning manufacturer. That's been in existence about 10 years or so, and it's gone to Ford the last eight times. Question is, can Ford hang on to it and make it a ninth this weekend in the Firekeepers Casino 400? And I wanted to bring in a gentleman that I've actually been wanting to chat with for quite a while. Uh, He obviously is involved with Ford and its efforts in racing and in NASCAR and wanted to do a deeper dive into the life of Edsel Ford. Edsel's been around this this sport for a while, been involved in the automotive industry for a while. The Ford name, obviously, uh, meaning a lot to the folks, to the Michiganders here in Michigan. So let's go to the NASCAR Live wide open Zoom hotline and we bring in the aforementioned Edsel Ford. Edsel, welcome to NASCAR Live Wide Open. How are we doing? Good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. Been wanting to have you on for quite a while. And the timing of this is perfect considering the events of yesterday at Richmond and Chris Buescher taking the Ford brand back to victory lane. I know that's got to put a lot of smiles on faces up there in Detroit. Well, I think it probably put a lot of smiles on a lot of faces. I watched watched the entire race and... um, you know, I mean, frankly, between between the fans and, and you and I, um, we haven't we haven't done quite as well as I had hoped over the last several weeks. Um, and and to see the Mustangs perform as well as they did on Sunday was just great. It was uh, both Chris and Brad for RFK, but six boards in the top 10 of the cookout 400 at Richmond. You know, there was an adage at one time, um, you know, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. Is there thing, is that such a thing still in 2023? Well, I mean, I think, you know, that's a good question you should ask a dealer because, you know, really it, it, it's win at a racetrack on, on Sunday and then sell a new Ford at a dealership on Monday. You know, if you ask Bob Tasca, uh, who's a great friend of mine um, from Rhode Island, he probably would say yes, because he has a whole family of, of motorsports. You know, if you ask a dealer somewhere else, it may not be as as uh, emotional. So I think it depends on the dealer, very much depends on the dealer. Well, it definitely has energized uh, the fan following, and I'm sure it has, uh, I'm sure a Mustang or two has uh, rolled off a showroom floor at some point uh, in this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, let me ask you about your involvement in NASCAR. Always see you around the garage and, and, and have for a while. I know that's something that you get a kick out of. When did you first get bit by the motorsports bug? And I know you're from an automotive family. We'll talk about that. But as far as being a fan of the sport, being involved in NASCAR, when was the first time that that happened for you? Oh, involved in NASCAR. Oh, my gosh, Mike. I don't have any idea. Um, you'd have to ask my friend Eddie Wood. He he remembers all these dates, um, and he has a clear memory of when that. It was a long time ago, long time. I mean, it's got to be twenty five years. So, um, you know, and, and I think that's an important question. I, you know, people, 
I really enjoy walking around the garage. As everyone knows, I sit with the Wood Brothers in their pit box every time I can get to a race. Um, I enjoy being involved in the sport. Um, I think that, that a lot of people are sort of disappointed when I say, no, I don't want to go sit in a suite. Um, I can't feel the racing sitting in a suite. I've got to feel it. Um, and I feel it. I feel it when I can sit on a pit box. Why the woods? All the all the involvement that the sport has. It seems like you and Eddie and Lynn and all the woods have gravitated towards each other. Why them? Yeah, that, well, that's a really good question. I think it's because of their loyalty. I mean, lots of people have been loyal over the years, but but of course, as you know, um, they've raised Fords for well over 70 years. Um, and even in the bad days, I mean, Eddie and I laugh about it when when Ford, quote unquote, was not in racing, they still were racing Fords. Um, and, you know, I've, I've known I've known I've known them for so long that they're they're just such an important part of my family um, and, and they're an important part of the Ford family. So why the woods? I don't know. I think it was just the way it happened. The amazing thing about the woods is they are probably the most pure salt of the earth folks I have ever met. Um, in talking to drivers that have driven for them, they are an honorary Wood family member for life. They they welcome everybody with open arms and they are just they're a family of, of good values. They're good folks. And there's not you can't find a nicer bunch of folks in the Wood family. Would you wouldn't you agree with that? Yes, I would agree completely. But they have horrible taste in food. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know, Eddie makes me go to these awful restaurants with him on um, these sort of hamburger places that you and I would never go in. But uh, but he makes me go with him because he's got to have a cheeseburger and a Diet Coke. And I I go with him and I'm, I'm not sure I really feel very comfortable in these restaurants. I'm not going to name any names, but... On occasion, I make him. He comes to Detroit. Well, I'm going to Charlotte tomorrow night, so we're going, we're going out to a nice place to have dinner tomorrow night. I'll recommend the Beef and Bottle in South Charlotte. That's one of my favorite places. That's one of those kind of like you walk in, you see Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra hanging on the wall. It's a dimly yep. lit restaurant, linen right. service, great food. Go there if you've never been. Good. It is Bagman approved. I can promise good, you that. Good suggestion. Thank you. <laughs> I want to talk with uh, about the Ford family. And when I was preparing for this interview, I, I just said, let me just type into Google Ford family tree. Let me see what pops up. And indeed, the entire Ford family tree popped up going all the way back to the 17th century with Isaac Ford. That's as far as it'll go back. And you're about you're about eight rungs down on that family tree. It's amazing to me that a family has so much longevity and in a lot of it is concentrated in the automobile industry. And that goes way, way, way back even to you know your great grandfather, which obviously created Ford Motor Company. At what point did you as a young Edsel Ford realize, number one, the family that you were in and that family's business was the automotive and the automobile industry? When did you realize that growing up? You no, know, that's a that's a hard question. You know, it it, uh, it it's always been such an important part of my life that I don't know when it started. Um, you know, and and frankly, we the family are very proud of our heritage. You know, very proud of of what our 
great-grandfather had created. You know, I look at what Etzel did in his life and, and all the things that he did. Um, and, and many people might say if it wasn't for Etzel Ford, you know, we would still be driving around in Model T's um, because he was really the one that forced his father to, to change over. Um, so, you know, we and we love it. And, and I am in the midst of now of, of restoring Claire and Henry Ford's home, Fairlane, uh, in Dearborn. So I have immersed myself uh, in the history of Claire and Henry and, and all the things they did and, and how important they were to our country, our world, really. And you say that, but that's not an understatement. Obviously, the Ford family played a key role in the automobile industry. And that translate over into military involvement and your businesses around the world. But I want to talk to you about the restoration process. What things have you discovered that maybe surprised you and, and how big of an undertaking is that restoration project? Oh, I mean, it's uh, it's tens of millions of dollars. Um, you know, it, it, it's not that the house went neglected. Uh, it was owned by the University of Michigan um, and they used it for a different purpose. Um, I convinced uh, the university about oh, I don't know, 10 or 15, 20 years ago to let the family have it back. Uh, and they said yes, and, and off we went, Mike. But um, the restoration is very expensive, uh, as you know. And um, we wanted to make sure that when, when people came in to see Claire and Henry's house, they felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. So that's how we're restoring it. I, I'm excited. The whole downstairs is done. Um, you know, we're now working on Claire and Henry's bedroom, uh, Etzel's bedroom. Um, uh, you know, so it's it's great fun. And, and you unearth every so often you find things like the chandelier um, we found in the basement when we took the home over. We found sconces, wall sconces uh, in the basement. Um, and so it's been great fun to, to, to be a part of the restoration process. Are you trying to restore it to day one? Are you trying to restore it to when they left? Like, what is the condition that you're trying to return it to? Yeah, that's a really good question because we have struggled with it. We decided 1919 because we had most of the photographs from 1919. Uh, we had we had good renditions of the carpeting as an example. Um, because the carpeting was all gone when, well, I mean, the, we don't know what happened to the carpeting. A lot of furniture was sold off when Clara died. So 1919 is the date, and um, it's been great fun. We're, we're well on our way. Now, what guided you through this? Because now you say pictures, and obviously that's what the family has a lot to work with. Um, are there other things that you tap into that you rely on to, to gauge where you need to go next? And and, and where you need to take it? Or is it just all photographs? Is it memories? Like, what are you using as your guide? Yeah, that's a, that's a really another good question. Really, we, we had a, um, the, the Henry Ford Museum at Greenfield Village has been great help. They have lots of things in their archives. Um, so we had to run through archives. We have original invoices of, of things that Claire and Henry bought um, at the turn of the century. So we, I'll give you one, one absolutely incredible example. There's a, a fireplace and iron set that was in the library. We had the invoice. We called up the company from 1919. They are still in existence. Wow. They had all of the details of the fireplace set that Claire and Henry bought. And we said, can you reproduce it? And they said, absolutely. So six months later, we have a brand new fireplace set in the in the library um, that was identical to what Claire and Henry had when they were there. That's all the kind of fun things we've been, it, it's been great. It, 
gives me goosebumps to talk about it. Is it is there a target date of conclusion to the project or is this going to be we'll get done with it when we get done with it? I think you're right. I think it's we'll get done with it when we get done with it because we're there are three areas of concentration. One is the home itself. The other is what we call gardens and grounds. Um, as an example, there was a boathouse. So now we're trying to figure out what we do with the boathouse. Did Henry really get in the boat and take it to the Rouge? Well, we're not quite sure. How much is it going to cost us to, to do the boathouse? And then we have the powerhouse. Now the powerhouse has a garage. It has a, 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 a power uh, uh, mechanism by which he created electricity for his home and most of Dearborn. Um, so there's it's not just it's not just the home that we're working on. It's it's really the whole thing. This is not the first project you've been involved in. You've been involved in other projects and, and some of them are involved downtown Detroit and what you've done around the metro. What is the project as of today that you're most proud of that you really be like, take great pride in assisting with or spearheading that project? Which one is it? Uh, well, I think when Fairlane's done, uh, you know, and that might be, I mean, when I mean done, I mean done, done. Um, you know, that might be five, six, seven, eight, nine years from now. I would say that because I do think it's really important for for your children and your children's children and, you know, my great grandchildren to say, wow, this is how they lived in 1919. Um, it's just an important thing to maintain history, but show history. Because history, we read in books, and Henry Ford once said that was bunk. Well, what he really meant was not that history was bunk, was just the delivery of it in, in a book mm -hmm. is difficult. Now, I can deliver a home, I can't, but but my family can deliver a home to the next six, seven, eight generations of what it was like to live in those days. When a lot of race fans come to town, they will swing by the Henry Ford Museum and some that will hear this interview will be motivated to what awaits them. For those that don't know anything about the museum, they've never been there. What is in there and what is something that you like that's in that museum? There's a lot of things I know to choose from, but <laughs> what's in there for those folks to see? Now that's a that's another really great question because it's not it's not a car museum, not by any stretch of the imagination. There are trains. We have a, a wonderful Cholule glass exhibit. We have farm implements. We have a, a wonderful airplane display. We have a, a, a absolutely perfect reproduction of Orville and Wilbur Wright's first airplane. And it's hanging from the ceiling. The one from Kitty Hawk. The one from Kitty Hawk. Now, wow. the original one, as you know, is in Washington at the, at the Air and Space Museum. But they, we, we actually um, found a company um, just around 1999, 2000 um, to recreate an absolutely perfect reproduction of Wilbur and Orville Wright's airplane. And, and I'll tell you, it just gives, I, you know, it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. There's a there's a brand new motorsports display. Uh, my great grandmother and great grandfather's car, a, a train car, is there called Fairlane. Um, you can see that, and you can see what it was like to when when they moved from city to city. I mean, back then there were no airplanes, so you'd have to get into a rail car, and this was their personal rail car that they would hook onto a train. So that's the museum. And then then there's Greenfield Village. 
you know, which has all these absolutely beautiful homes that are re- are, are the real homes that, that my great-grandfather took from wherever they were. I mean, I'll give you an example. They, the, the, my great-grandfather was a big fan of the Wrights. Their, their bicycle shop, they were bicycle people. So their bicycle shop is uh, in Greenfield Village. So you can see Wilbur and Orba Wright's original bicycle shop. Um, I, it, it's just it's just amazing. So if your if your listeners have a day, <laughs> yeah, go. I mean, it, it's worth every every hour. And I think this is enlightening because in a lot of race fans' minds, they think that the Ford Motor Company and motorsports and that's it but there are so many other things that swirl around the ford family yes henry created the assembly line and 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 there are a lot of innovations that come out of the family but it's not just automobiles it's i didn't realize that the family had interest and was involved in more things than just racing and the car it's pretty breathtaking well you know it's really all about henry because he was a collector of american history and that's what the museum at greenfield village is it's a compilation of American history. It's not a compilation of just cars. It's a compilation of everything. I mean, the first Wienermobile is there. Yes, the and first ever, one. Have you ever seen that? I can't remember the name of the company that made them, but we actually have the first Wienermobile. It's fabulous, to say the least. <laughs> we could go on forever and yes. ever and ever about this. This is yes, amazing. We yes, we could. Appreciate you taking time to join us. I'm looking forward to seeing you at Michigan this weekend, but I'll leave you with this. A few years ago, uh, Roger Curtis and our friends at Michigan came up with the Heritage Cup, and that was to salute the manufacturer that won the race at MIS. How much weight does that still hold to this very day, and how much pride is in that trophy for Ford to bring that back to Dearborn and bring it back to all the employees as winners of racing in the Irish Hills? Well, it is it is very important. Very important to me personally, very important to my family, very important to Ford Motor Company, to our employees, to the local dealers uh, in Southeast Michigan. Um, and, I, you know, I can't imagine not walking away with it, frankly. We've had we've had a good run um, and we've got great cars uh, coming up on um, on Sunday. I'll be there. My, I will be sitting with the Wood Brothers and um, just between you and me, there is a chance and, and it, of course, it happens every weekend that that the Wood Brothers might win their 100th race. Wouldn't it be nice if it was on Sunday? In your backyard, in the footprint of Ford, yes. where it all began. That would yes. be that would be, a, you know, there's a lot of good feel good stories that come out of our racing seasons. And yes. I will never turn down win 100 for the Wood Brothers, especially if it involves there. MIS. Yeah. And, and especially if I could be there. <laughs> <laughs> Being very selfish, Mike. Being very selfish. Appreciate the time, Ed. So always a pleasure, my friend. We'll look forward to seeing you this weekend. Great. Thanks a lot. And that's some captivating stories that he told about the restoration of some family, important pieces of living, importance of history, and just trying to restore that. And it's uh, and and I do want to check out the Henry Ford Museum too. I've never been there. I hear a lot of cool things in there, and uh, hope to make that happen one day. And if you're in the area, you might want to check that out as well. All right, let's shift gears here. Let's talk Firekeepers Casino 400. Let's get the odds and see what Las Vegas is saying. And for that, we bring in producer Trey with the odds lay of the land for this weekend's race in Michigan. Trey. Well, Mike, we've got a wide-ranging list of favorites this weekend at Michigan International Speedway. The betting favorite, though, 
is Denny Hamlin, who has been extremely hot as of late. Hamlin and his Toyota is at plus 550, the betting favorite to win this weekend. Hamlin's new biggest rival, Kyle Larson, who got his first Cup Series win at Michigan. He is 7-1 to or plus 700 right behind Hamlin. And then you've got three drivers at 8-1 to right behind those. William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., and Kyle Busch. Now, those are all Chevys and Toyotas. Ford has won eight straight at MIS. If you want to know where the highest Fords are in terms of odds, they are right behind those guys. And they're the last two winners at Michigan as well. Kevin Harvick, who won last year, is plus 850. And then Ryan Blaney is plus 1,000 or 10 to 1 this weekend. As far as who I'm going with to win this race, I'm going with the guy who probably should have ended Ford's streak last year, and that's Bubba Wallace. Bubba had a ton of speed at Michigan. If not for pit road troubles, he probably beats Kevin Harvick and wins at Michigan last year and earned a playoff spot last year, and I think that he gets it done. Bubba is 15-1. to He is in playoff positioning right now on points, but I think he secures his spot this weekend and wins at Michigan for 23-11 and Toyota and ends that Ford streak. A couple of long shots that are worth taking a look at this weekend. I mentioned Kyle Larson won his first race at MIS. Ty Gibbs, I've been on him the past couple of weeks. He won at Michigan in the Xfinity Series last year. He's 25-1 to to win this weekend. He might be on my long shots list for a while until he does get that win. And then Eric Jones, Michigan native, ran well in this race last year. He is all the way down at 90-1. to It would be pretty shocking if Jones were to win, but at 90-1, to it's worth a flyer right there. So a ton of interesting stuff in terms of favorites, Ford being far down the line, but ultimately I think it's Bubba Wallace getting his third career Cup Series victory this weekend in the Firekeepers Casino 400. You know that Bubba Wallace pick, I don't think is a bad pick. Matter of fact, he's going to make my fantasy team this weekend. Perhaps maybe Bubba can get it done and get into the playoffs on a win. Right now, he is in quite handily. We'll see how, if uh, if that can keep pace and if he can stay above that playoff cutoff line over the next four races when the playoffs begin at Darlington on Labor Day weekend. All right, folks, we're going to button things up here. Head off to the Irish Hills. We'll have ARCA coverage for you on Friday, Xfinity Series and Cup practice and qualifying for you on Saturday. NASCAR Live Race Day on the air Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern time for the Firekeepers Casino 400. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN team, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for the download and for checking us out. And we'll talk to you this weekend from Michigan. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, 
Sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Wheeland products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Wheeland Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's not here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. 